This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's match day at the Emirates. Arsenal take on Crystal Palace in an attempt to get back their Premier League form and their title ambitions on track. But not only that, we've seen a rejection of a transfer. West Ham United, Emile Smith-Rowe, the Hammers just needed to be batted away. We've got all that and more coming in today's Arsenal Transfer Show. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Transfer Show. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is, of course, uh, the Guna Talk. I've done that the wrong way around. <laughs> I've definitely done that the wrong way around. These cold opens are starting to uh, to affect my brain, clearly. But welcome to the Guna Talk for another episode of the Arsenal Transfer Show. There we go. We've, we've fixed ourselves now. Every morning we do this, 8am, bright and early. Hope you're doing good and well. Hope you had a fantastic week. Hope you've had a really good start to your weekend as well. I uh, hope you're feeling fresh and ready uh, for what is going to be a really exciting day, hopefully, uh, of action at the Emirates in early afternoon, an early kickoff for the Gunners. I can't remember the last early kickoff we had. It must have been some some time ago, that, that last 12.30 kickoff that we've had uh, at the club. So it's good to, uh, to, to get one, I think. And I, I like them because, obviously, working the game means I'm up there. This is going to be a shorter show because he's going to get the train. Up there at the ground, about 10.30-ish. And then, of course... We're done. You're done. You've got the rest of your Saturday to enjoy. If Arsenal win, great. If Arsenal don't, I put it in a box. I put it under the bed. And I don't touch it until the next morning show. And I think that that is, is the best way to, to approach it. But thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time, as always. Uh, Damien, Glenn, Arasilki, Stevie, Amira, Kaiser, Martin, Maximius, uh, Paul, Matt G, James, Mark, Ryan, uh, Matt Tomo, NSW, Angela, Joshua, uh, Stephen, Martin, Anser, and Mike, and plenty more of you guys and girls as well. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. It is very much appreciated. I hope your Friday night was was entertaining and good. It was certainly for me. I enjoyed watching Traitors. Uh, I'm obsessed. Absolutely obsessed. No spoilers. Don't worry. I won't ruin anything if you're still catching up. But my goodness me, what a brilliant program that is. Shall we get on with today's stories? I think we should. With it being match day, of course, I would encourage you to... Uh, catch up on the latest episode of our preview series i was joined by our three fantastic members in the discord server to have a chat about uh today's game so if you want to get my thoughts and that of our discord members 
then please make sure you go and give that show a bit of a catch-up. Um, it is available as the second-to-last live upload on the channel before yesterday's, well, yeah, the one before yesterday's 8 a.m. show. Moving into the stories, however, and Mika Bireth has already left the club on loan. Um, there was expectations that that recall was not designed as kind of a striker backup for the club during this second half of the season. Um, but instead, Mika Bireth will... Uh, be leaving again on loan after a successful six months in Scotland with Motherwell. He is now going to Sturmgratz in uh, Austria as they try and battle up their way up the table and take on the mighty Red Bull Salzburg, uh, of course. But Mika Bireth hopefully will be getting plenty of opportunity there to continue his good form. We talked yesterday a bit about how these can be a bit of a risk. You know, a player's doing really well on loan. You want to give them a bit of a uh, the next step in their development, if you like. You take them out of that scenario. And then they don't necessarily get as many um, as, as many minutes. That would really, really be um, really be a very frustrating situation to to find yourself in it. So let's hope that's not the case. Moving forwards, and Yorl Hato uh, is close to reaching a new Ajax agreement over a new deal. We know, of course, that Mikel Arteta has wanted to add plenty of depth to his squad, plenty of extra um, quality, I suppose. And Yorl Hato is one of those players that we know Arsenal was certainly interested in. Uh, he is a player that Arsenal now may have struggles to try and get hold of because the suggestions are that Yorl Hato will come close to a brand new contract um, and that he will indeed sign a new deal with the club. So, where does that leave Arsenal? Well, there is plenty of other fish in the sea, as we like to say. Um, but there's certainly plenty of other options of young, exciting defenders that Arsenal might end up going for. So let's let's wait and see what happens. Um, but Yorl Hato, a really exciting young player, it seems might, sadly, be signing a new deal instead of moving to Arsenal. If he does move to Arsenal still, what we might find is a very inflated transfer fee. Now, our main story from yesterday was, of course, Arsenal and Emil Smith-Rowe. This story arose as quickly as it died down. Suggestions were that West Ham United had made an approach to Arsenal about taking Smith-Rowe on loan. That created quite the storm on social media. And then within moments, it was quashed. Arsenal and Smith-Rowe had rejected the idea of moving to West Ham on loan. And thankfully, we didn't need to have any discussions about it. In short, it was my view that I thought it had been pretty darn silly for Arsenal to sanction a loan. I then had a lot of people saying to me, well, he needs game time. Yes, I understand he needs game time. I get that. But we're in a poor portion of the season now where we can't afford to lose injuries, uh, players to injury. We need to make sure we've got as much strength and depth as possible. If you want to consider loaning him out next season for a full campaign, we can have a different discussion about that if he renews his contract by a year. But in the middle of this campaign, with the injuries we've already suffered, with the inability to sign another player in this window, really... It is ultimately a ridiculous idea, in my view, to think about sending Smith-Rowe on loan. Now, Mikel Arteta is coy on transfer news as he embarked upon yet another press conference. He was asked about injuries as well, and it was equally coy on that. He was asked about the latest, and he said, we still have a few, uh, unfortunately, on that list, and we haven't managed to get back yet. But hopefully, they are much closer, and some of them are in a better place than we expected. Individually, I'm not going to tell you exactly how everybody is, but we are still missing a few. So that could mean Gabriel Jesus. It could mean Alexander Zinchenko. It could mean potentially Jorginho, who is not spotted, of course, in training at all. Jesus was heavily involved in in training. So it will be intriguing to see if he does come back to the side. If not, I would expect Kai Havertz to again start today against Palace. 
But uh, yeah, I, I would be surprised, I suppose, in some ways, if Jesus isn't there because he looked so capable when he was involved in all of those training images that we saw. Uh, he was asked about uh, linking us with a striker. And he says, no, because I love the players that we have. And that is what we can expect uh, from our Teta run transfers. Asked about them. He's not going to give you any information whatsoever about that. He was asked about Smith Rowe as well. He says, I'm really happy with Emil. He's on the right trajectory now. He's settled and he's training really well. You know that I'm not going to talk about any individual situations. And when asked if he's seen a change in him, he said, no change. Emil is Emil. He's got incredible qualities and we are really happy to have him. And what he needs now is chances to put all those desired qualities on the pitch in order to do that. We have to give him minutes. Yes, we have to give him minutes, Arteta. We do indeed. And hopefully we will see Arteta give uh, Smith Rowe some minutes. I would give him some minutes today. I would start him in this team. If Kai Havertz is to play up top and he's out of those midfield three because Jesus isn't yet fit, put Smith Rowe in the middle, put Havertz up top, go full attack mode and really try and take on a Crystal Palace side that should be pretty tired following their game against Everton in midweek. I'd love to see Smith Rowe start this game alongside Erdogan with Rice behind them and with Jorginho potentially not available either. I think this is a really good option for us to use if indeed Jesus isn't there and Havertz is taken out of that midfield. I don't particularly want to see Havertz in the midfield. It's not where I think his best position is. Havertz for me is, is best when he is as close and inside the box as he can possibly be. And for me, Smith Rowe needs to be given the opportunity to shine. And maybe, just maybe, we'll see that today. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Let's move to part two, shall we? And your questions right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's jump into the chat box, shall we, and tackle some of your questions. Uh, Chris says, how great would it be if Smith Rowe nails down the left eight roll and scores the winner, assisted by Saka, in a Champions League final? One can dream. Indeed, one can dream. And that is quite the dream to consider. But uh, we'll keep those fingers crossed uh, that that one day might become a reality. Um, Matt G says, Tom, I know you say it would be silly for Arsenal, but would it make sense for Smith-Rowe himself? Of course, I think it would make sense for Smith-Rowe to go out on loan at the moment and get more minutes. It's just not going to be the idea from an Arsenal perspective to be able to do that. So I can't see it happening and I don't think Arsenal wants it to happen either. Uh, Jonas says, is the Austrian league really better than the Scottish league? Okay, Jonas, there's a way of looking at this and the arguments are maybe not. Um, you've got Celtic and Rangers, of course, that do well. 
But in Austria, Sturmgratz are one of the better sides. Motherwell in the Scottish League are not necessarily one of the better sides in the Scottish Premiership. And because of that, what you've done is you've given the opportunity to a player to move to a player that is battling at the higher end of the table. Uh, Motherwell are ninth in the Scottish League at the moment. And if he's playing for a team that are more likely to be in winning positions, dominating more games, then he's going to get more opportunities, arguably, to get into those scoring positions. Sturmgratz are in a title race this season. They're only two points behind Salzburg in first place. So it's worth pointing out that it's going to be really, really interesting. They're in the quarterfinal of the uh, uh, the uh, Austrian Cup and they're in the Europa Conference League. They play Slovan Bratislava in the Europa Conference League, I think uh, the first leg of the last 16 um, as well. So he's going to get to get some European experience um, on top of that. So it's certainly worth um, pointing out all the benefits he's going to get from playing um, uh, full Sturmgrat. So that's uh, that's certainly worth it. Um, let's go to... Nancy says, would I sell Smith-Rowe in the summer for £40 million? If he's not going to be used, then yes. If he is going to be used, then no, I'd keep him. It it's very situational. It depends whether or not we see um, we see that happen. I, I hope that he gets the minutes to justify obviously staying. That would be ideal, um, but there is no guarantees that that will happen. Uh, next says Thomas, my birthday this weekend um, tomorrow. All I want for Arsenal is to give me a perfect birthday present to win. Well, Nexus, I will wait until tomorrow to send you your birthday wishes, but I will send my birthday wishes to Alan Burrows, who messaged me yesterday in the comment section saying, Tom, it's my 55th birthday tomorrow, I've been, which is today. I've been following the Arsenal since my teens, and if you could give me a mention, it would make my day, and a win would be the best present ever. So happy birthday to Alan. And Nexus, tune in tomorrow, and you can have your own birthday wishes as well, mate. Uh, Troy says, uh, hi, Tom, love the show. I know Arteta wouldn't do this, but what are your thoughts on a front three of Smith, Rowe, Martinelli, and Saka? I, I think that it would be very chaotic. I think it would be exciting to see. I, I agree with you. I don't think, Troy, it will happen. Um, but, you know, it, it could. Uh, one can dream, I guess. But I would not be expecting Arteta to throw those three into a front three. I'd be very surprised indeed. Um, Guna76 says, Tom, re uh, <laughs> the size of your head. Watched on a laptop and your head seems perfectly in proportion. Just to put all your mind at ease. And there's a lot of mind there to put at ease to fit inside this massive head. Um, <laughs> uh, let's scroll up a little bit more to some of the questions that I might have missed. Uh, K.Way says, I do enjoy an early kickoff. It was the last one that was Villa away last season. Probably been one since then, yeah, I mean, that was an early kickoff, of course, which let people get back um, from that game in time. I was there for that game. Amazing fixture. Uh, the late win, the Fabio Vieira assist for Martinelli as he celebrates before he even scores. What a great, great game that was. And, uh, of course, there was uh, a little bit of scuffles going on in the uh, press box behind me. You might remember that game as well. It was uh, very, very interesting indeed. Um, Abe says, you might need to make the camera be at nose level. I do kind of look down, if you like, on the camera. I'm always looking down on it. So maybe that's the, the way forwards. Um, Temi says, indirect at me. Um, I don't know who's indirect. And you tell me. Not, certainly not me. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Uh, Ronald says, who would you choose, Gimaraish or Zubamendi? Who would be a better partner for Rice? It depends what we see as Rice doing in the future. If you see Rice being the guy that sits in the deepest position, then you'd choose Gimaraish. If you see Rice being the guy that pushes further forward, then you'd choose... Zubamendi. I think I would choose. Oh, it's it's a tough one. I really like Zubamendi. Gimaraish has got that Premier League experience. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I set that one up, didn't I? Everyone's saying I'm now looking down on them in the comment section. Yes. 
Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, David says, at least with us kicking off early, the Palace fans can get home from their long journey in time for dinner. And we joke, getting from South to North London is an absolute pain. Going to a Palace away day is a pain in the ass. It is not a nice trip to go to Palace. I love being in that ground. It's an amazing stadium, although I can't say I've had the best record when I've gone there. I've seen 3-0 defeats and 2-2 draws. I've never seen us win there when I'm there. But it is a pain getting to, to Selhurst Park. So, uh, yeah, it's not always the best. Uh, you have to agree, uh, Damien, with that for sure. Um, Amira says, you have one minute to give the team talk before the game. What are you telling the players other than just a bloody score? Yeah, lads, put the ball in the back of the net. No, I'd be, pers I'd be personally talking about the fact that today is for us. It's starting from square one in some ways. I think we've got to take this as a bit of a, a clean slate, forget what has happened in the past, appreciate the mistakes we've made. But I think that if we linger too much on those mistakes, they will get into our mind too much. So I think that we've got to be in a position where today's game, we start afresh. Everyone starts a complete reset after the Dubai trip. And I think that we're going to be in a position where hopefully we can build some momentum from here and we'll take it a game at a time. And it's an opportunity for players to build some momentum at this point in time. They should go out trying to absolutely batter Crystal Palace. We don't want to just win. We want to win well. And that is what is most important. Um, let's go to Mohammed says, uh, are we expecting a striker during this window? And the answer, Mohammed, is no. Um, we're not expecting uh, a striker during this window. I'd be very, very surprised indeed if that was to happen. Uh, Darren says, glad for the early game. Can get up at 10.30pm Saturday rather than 2.30am on Sunday, indeed. It's much, much more enjoyable at these 12.30 kickoffs. we just got to hope that Arsenal can return. What I would say is our 12.30 kickoff record has actually got a lot better recently. We used to have a real problem with it. So, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's I, ho I hope at least that we can continue what is a fine bit of form and 12.30 kickoffs. Uh, Wayne says, I'm from South, so it's easy to get to Palace. Yeah, well, that's different for you, Wayne, obviously. So <laughs> it's going to be different for everyone, isn't it? But yes, it's, it's much, much better for you um let's go to uh let's scroll to prince kelly who says from jamaica third time catching the live show however i watch it and click the like button every day prince that's really kind of you thank you so much really appreciate your, your kind words that is certainly uh why we do this um so that everybody that watches it does enjoy it. and i'm glad that you do uh, temi says thoughts on players not wanting to play in the saudi league anymore despite the huge money well i think there is a number of elements to this I think there's an element of if players can get a quick win in terms of wages and then, say, play a season in Saudi, take the massive wages, set them up for the rest of their careers and then go back to playing more competitive football elsewhere. And I think that there's also an argument that some players aren't going to acclimatise to the, the heat as well. The heat in Saudi Arabia is obviously immense like it's 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 i don't for those that haven't been and i i haven't but my very close friend has and all i heard was that the heat is is crazy so if you're training every single day in that heat i reckon it's it's taxing you know i really do i reckon it's <laughs> that's a funny word uh, i reckon it's um it's it's really it takes a toll on the body in some ways but yeah i would have to say that i understand maybe why the likes of jordan henderson um has has taken that decision to move back and obviously there was a lot of question marks about jordan henderson when he left in the first place for for very obvious reasons uh, abe says why don't we sign any free agents marcus turan was available this summer and tillemans was also available last time and i this is something i've said before abe i agree with you i think we need to be better at trying to find um some of the 
the free agents that would potentially really benefit this squad. So Marcus Turam has proven to be a really top quality addition to that side um, for for Inter Milan. So you're absolutely right. Um, I think we should be looking to try and do more uh, in terms of um, in terms of free agents. So yeah, you're absolutely spot on there. Um, Peter says Tom, some gear might not have heard some gear, some here. Sorry. It's like some gear. What are you trying to sell me, Peter? Some gear might not have heard the Jose Mourinho got sacked. Could we bring um, them up to speed? Yes, he was sacked. Um, so I hope that is now all in our minds. And we've been reminded that, again, he has been sacked. Fantastic stuff. Um, Geary, oh, this is a kind comment. Tom, you're the best content creator uh, for Arsenal, mate. Hope you get 100k subs this year. Thanks, Geary. That's a very kind comment. There are lots of excellent Arsenal content creators out there. I'm not going to list them because every time I list them, I get a comment saying, you didn't say this person. You didn't. Last time someone said, Tom, I can't believe you didn't mention Charles Watts. I felt awful. <laughs> I felt terrible. Charles got a great channel. Make sure you go and check it out. Um, see, now I've started doing that. I've certainly found, I've already already started doing listing now, so we're going to stop. But thank you for your kind words. It is very much appreciated. Um, Chris is, Tom, which superhero would you pick to play in this team? We're going off on a tangent now, aren't we? Which superhero? I mean, I don't think that, no, it has to be like someone that's got a power that would be legal, that makes it legal to to have them in the team, wouldn't it? Because if you've got someone that's got like super strength, they're going to break the ball. They're going to hurt people if they're going in for tackles. I don't think super strength is necessarily a, a great one to have. Super speed is probably the best one. But at what point do they then put laws in place to stop, you know, um, to, to, to stop uh, people running over a certain speed? Maybe that would be it. So the flash and Quicksilver would be out of that one. Um Alfie says, Tom, based on the squads, you should expect to win. However, do you think this is more of a mental battle than physically? Uh, also, I would start Martinelli today, regardless of the lack of form. So would I. I would also start um, Martinelli today, Alfie. Um, but you're right. There is absolutely a mental element to this game today. There is a mentality perspective that needs to be concerned, that, that needs to be um, considered in this because the, the finishing, we've created so many chances, so many chances. And if you are creating that many chances, you need to put them away. And if we're not doing that, that is because it's up here rather than being, you know, more of a physical side of things. So, yeah, you're absolutely right, Alfie. Today, there is as much, if not more, of a mental battle to be won today than the physical one on the pitch. Uh, Troy says, are the rumours of Timber being available as early as mid-February true? Well, when Mikel Arteta was asked about Yuri and Timber yesterday, he didn't provide exactly encouragement that those suggestions are indeed accurate. He was asked about um, how Yuri and Timber has been um, since returning to kind of work, doing some ball work. He says there is a possibility when he was asked about if he will play any part this season. But at the moment, he is still very, very far from competing. That's the reality from it. We're hopeful that he can have an impact at the end of the season if everything goes well. And it looks like there is a chance that might happen. But I think it's too early to make that call. Now, there's been suggestions that he will indeed be available in February. You've probably seen those social media calls. Sometimes what I often do is some people say, why don't you credit um, like the people that are the ITKs of this world? Sometimes I do uh, if I know like absolutely beyond measure that what the person has said there is is true to what they've said. I often don't if it's just an ITK on social media because 
there is a difference between ITKs and journalists. ITKs work in some ways behind a veil of anonymity. So they can say things and they can report things that journalists otherwise won't report. So how do I explain this in the best possible way? Sometimes, lots of clubs prefer it if when you go and do a story, you sometimes go through the club, for instance. You know, you want to double check. You want to, you want to go. You might remember that Manchester United recently banned uh, a number of outlets from a press conference because a story went around that Ten Hag had, I think, lost the dressing room. If you remember that. And Manchester United banned for a press conference some of those publications because they were annoyed, I think, that they didn't go through, they didn't come to the club and check first. Now, you would obviously think, you know, well, why would Man United confirm that story? But there is an element of checking in and double sourcing, triple sourcing things, you know, like the Marquinhos story that I broke about, you know, his situation, the the club's information about the Dubai trip. You know, I have to double check and double source these stories and, and go through the club and things like that when you're checking on certain storylines. Now, an ITK doesn't have to do that because they're working behind a veil of anonymity. They don't have their name attached to it, so they can effectively say what they like. So there is always something to be said about rumours and Timber obviously involved in this. It could well be true that Timber comes back in February. You know, it could well be true. From my perspective, the information that I have is that it's a seven to nine month layoff, which would mean March to uh, May is the return period that we would expect from a ACL injury of the nature that Urian Timber suffered. So let's wait and see. Um, it'd be great if he was back in February, but you have to take those suggestions with a pinch of salt. Um, and you know, I know that some have really good track records and others don't, but certainly you have to have to have to have to take some of those things with a pinch of salt. But Troy, I can't tell you categorically whether they're true or not. I can only tell you that from my understanding, I was told March to May. So that's that's all I can give you, I'm afraid. But I hope that gives you a little bit of a glimpse behind the curtain in some ways of, of some of the processes of reporting in some ways. Um, Fireproof says, haven't Sturmgratz won the league last two years on the trot? Or was that a dodgy... Um, what? Um, I don't know. I, was, I have been so out the loop. I used to be like La Liga guy and Salzburg guy and always continuously checking on, on what's going on in the world of... Uh, in the world of Austria and Spanish football, but I've been so out the loop lately. Um, someone in the chat box might be able to tell me. Austrian league winners lists. I suppose that's what we need to check. Um, list of Austrian football champions. So in the last two seasons, it was uh, Rebel Salzburg. In fact, Rebel Salzburg have won the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten titles. 11, 12, 13. They won 13 of the last 15 titles, Salzburg. So, yeah, no. Sturmgratz did not win the league. But they're in with a chance this season. Um, so, yeah, they, they could. They could potentially win the league. And maybe Mika Bireth will help them get there. So, yeah, let's let's wait and see. Um, let's go to um, Alina says there's so many tickets on the ticket exchange. Well, that's good. So, if you want to go to the game today, Go on the ticket exchange. If you want to get a ticket, go quickly. Go check. See if you can get one. Thank you for telling us, Alina. That's great. And uh, if you do ever see tickets in the ticket exchange, please do let us know. Um, so I always want to try and encourage people to go because people moan constantly about the ballot and things like that. There's loads of tickets on the exchange. Go and buy them up if you want to go. 
um, and get down to the Emirates. Right, we're going to end the show there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time, as always. Have a fantastic day, and I, I hope that you have uh, an enjoyable weekend as well. I'll be back tomorrow morning, of course, giving you all the updates in the last 24 hours, of course, as well. Um, and yeah, I look forward to, to seeing and speaking with you um, on what will hopefully be a celebratory morning, but we'll have to wait and see. Have a great day. Stay safe, stay well, stay happy. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.